It was, it was a love affair from the moment we met each other. Both of us still recall so vividly when we, uh, there was a room in Boston College. There she was. Honestly, that was in September, and by November 10th, we had made a decision to live with each other for the rest of our lives. But when we looked for our recognition, the state said no. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for coming to this especially exciting edition of uh, our Film Ireland podcasts. Um, I'm here today with Linda Cullen. She is director at Coco Televisions and also my fabulous aunt. So and I should say Sarah Cullen here, just in case I didn't already. And so we're here today to talk about her newest film, The 34th, which is looking at the individuals who came together to form marriage equality, which eventually became Yes Equality, which led to probably one of the most amazing things that has happened in Ireland in the last 100 years, which was the marriage equality vote passing over two years ago. So thank you very much for coming, Linda. Thank you, Sarah. It's great to be here. <laughs> it's nice to be interviewed by my niece. Yay! <laughs> no, this is very exciting for me. The 34th premiered at the Gays Film Festival back in August. Yep, end of August, exactly. And, yeah. and, and um, it was the gala, it was the opening film. Yes, and I think it was the beginning of August, actually. Sorry. Yeah, it so was a it was, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was the opening film. The opening film for their 25th anniversary. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that yeah. was especially nice for me. Uh, it was great to have it as the opening film. Mm. It was, I was uh, very proud of that. So, yeah. And how did it feel as well that it not only won the, the Spirit of Gaze Award, it also it won the Audience Award, didn't it? Yeah, it did. So I was delighted with that because I suppose Audience Awards are really important because it means people who are at it have really enjoyed it mm. or thought it's relevant or um, thought that it was worth seeing so so it's a very peculiar thing you know I make television programs all the time and different things all the time but they're generally not as personal as mm-hmm. the marriage equality yes. film because I was a part of the organization marriage equality and then to get to make a film about how we all came together and I suppose the the, the workings of that organisation for the 10 years leading up to mm-hmm. uh, the referendum. So it was it, it was a very peculiar thing to be, you know, in a, in a room of hundreds of peers. Yes. And I was very nervous, actually. I was extremely oh. nervous. A, yeah, I can imagine. I remember you, I think one of the things you said there was, um, you, well, you were talking about the very interesting sort of short time frame that you've been given to make the film. Would you... Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so, so I mean, films like these, they're very hard to fund. So mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, certain people in marriage equality had, had, had an eye on legacy and making sure that uh, certain stories were told, that it didn't just get forgotten, mm-hmm. the work that was done. So Denise Charlton and Gronya Healy made sure that there was a certain amount of funding to go towards a couple of legacy type projects so they were able to part fund this Mm. which was brilliant but you know then in Coco we contributed a certain amount to it and then there was another funder who contributed a certain amount as well the social change initiative so I had limited funds Mm -hmm. uh, limited funds a lot of love (laughs) um 
But, you know, so you can only do so much when you've limited funds. And I suppose we've got a busy company producing lots and lots of programs that mm. have lots and lots of deadlines. So there was only a certain amount of time I could give to it as well. Oh, yeah. um, so that, so that was, that, that's how it kind of came about. And you have to be kind of, as a program maker, you have to be relatively strict on yourself about mm. these things. So I was strict enough with myself about it and said it needs to be made in this time scale. And then, of course, when Nolan Gay said, look, would you put it on mm-hmm. for the opening night? Well, yes. there is a clear deadline. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. And so yourself and Vanessa Gildee, yeah. did, you were both directors. Did you like collaborate on every aspect or did you split it up or? that's interesting you know okay so it really there was a three-person job it was myself Vanessa Gildee and Cohen McAneil Cohen was the editor uh, Vanessa and I were producer directors as such I mean there were only two days shooting do you know wow. what I mean yeah we that's only did two days amazing. shooting we interviewed eight people in those yeah. two days I did the interviews um, and I was very particular about doing the interviews because these are people I know very well mm. for the most part and I wanted to I suppose have kind of open interviews mm. with people that they would trust me and they did trust me mm. thankfully because everyone it's such an articulate gang of people that you know I interviewed and I've great admiration for them all so you know it was re- it was really important to me to do that so so in a way I, I don't know did Vanessa and I collaborate on every single moment probably not mm-hmm. you know we probably had you know moments where she decided something or I decided something but I suppose ultimately you would say it is a film that I wanted to make mm-hmm. you know and Vanessa uh, came on board I asked her to come and kind of help me out I didn't think I'd have the time okay Vanessa's you know made films before short films other type of documentaries she was working up in Coco Mm -hmm. so is a you know fantastic archivist so she would have made loads of decisions around archive but equally Kuan would have as well of course so essentially if you've only two days editing yes uh, or two days sorry if you've only two days filming Mm. essentially what you're doing is an edit Mm -hmm. so as a film it was like you know he would have played a major part of the directing and producing of the film also so I kind of mm-hmm. feel there's a, a three-way team mm-hmm. and um yeah you were talking about the people you interviewed and just the, the amazing people that they are I was wondering like how difficult was it to especially in that short amount of time how difficult was it or I suppose easy to get for people to open up especially Catherine Zappone what kind of process was that well you know I and Vanessa thought long and hard about what 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 I should ask them. Mm-hmm. Um, I did three interviews first, okay. and they were longer interviews. So that was Grona Healy, Meninia Griffith, and um, Denise Charlton, mm-hmm. because in a sense I wanted to extract the story from them. So what were the things that were so they were very long interviews? What were the things that were most important or stood out to them or game changers and all of that? And then I felt when I looked at those. I felt I know what the spine of the film is now. So then the other interviews were shorter interviews. Mm -hmm. There were still in-depth interviews. But I think there's a big difference if you know the person Mm -hmm. when you're interviewing them. I think it, it, well, it can go either way. But, you know, for me, it was that openness that um, created, it was the openness of those interviewees and the candidness and the frankness Mm -hmm. of them that I think goes to the making of a good film. 
Actually, I think one thing that really shines through in the film is the fact that marriage equality and Glenn, that they, after years of disagreements over civil partnership, marriage, basically decided to bury the hatchet and became co-directors of uh, of Yes Equality. What struck me so much is that I really... I feel like it's more mature, it's more responsible um, a response to a difficult situation than we have seen in Irish politics in 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, you know, it was very difficult, I think, for everyone. I I, I couldn't say it was difficult for me because Mm. I wasn't as heavily involved at that point. And I wasn't part of Yes Equality as such. I mean, I was making films and short videos and things like that, but I wasn't part of that kind of lead team in any Mm. way. But I think, so I think, so I'm sure it was difficult for both sets of people. I know it was difficult for both sets Mm. of people. But if we hadn't combined, well, who, you know, we may not have won. Mm. You know, if we started being public about this row, I mean, that would have been a disaster. So... For us, it was for everyone, for Glenn and for marriage equality. And then, of course, there was the ICCL as the kind of, you know, the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. They were, you know, the kind of, I suppose, mediator in the middle Mm. of it and very supportive Mm -hmm. um, organisation. But it was Brian Sheehan and Gráinne Healy who were the Mm co-directors and who saw it through to the end and worked amazingly well. And I mean, I think that Brian appeared in the film is... You know, respect to him for that, Mm -hmm. because I'm sure it isn't easy when someone is saying, look, I'm making a film about this organization. Mm -hmm. You're not part of this organization. And in fact, we all had a big row. (laughs) Um, But will you come and talk to me anyway? And he did. And Mm -hmm. I have great uh, respect for that. And, And I think it means that you can tease out those issues uh, much better if you have both sides of the argument Mm -hmm. there to talk about it. Mm hmm. Well, and actually, there, there was one sort of part of the the, the documentary that really I, I felt sort of humanized the whole thing, not even more than anything else, maybe. Which was, um, I think, a couple of your, your interviewees were talking about how their houses were essentially targeted for posters yes. by the No campaign. That's right. Really, really disgusting posters saying uh, a child needs a mummy and a daddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it drove home to me the fact that marriage equality, it's not sort of an abstract concept for, especially for individuals putting themselves out. Yes. Uh, It's actually, must have been a very scary time in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think, I mean, I know that that was Orla and Brian's houses in the West of Ireland where their family Mm. homes were. And I think the point that Orla made was, only two no posters existed in that village and in that village they were outside their houses Mm -hmm. you know because we had I don't know if you'll remember it the poster outside here so you go to sleep one day and you wake up the next day and I think it was the kid's birthday actually we woke up and there it is and it's slap bang outside here and I know um, I know a certain uncle wanted to pull it down, but no, nobody did. We left it there because that's illegal. So, and we did leave it there, but it was hard. I mean, mm. but but having said that, that wasn't targeted. They were all down this street. Mm. You know, there were loads of them down this street. But it is a very very personal journey. Absolutely. I mean, we are all putting ourselves out there. Myself and Fergus and the kids, as you know, have been putting ourselves out there well not not with the kids only only at the last day did we allow the kids be mm. photographed mm. but ourselves as a couple and as parents and 
being criticised by mm. the other side um, roundly and repeatedly and yeah. in in not very nice terms. It's very difficult. It's I mean, mm. it took a lot out of everyone. I think everyone became exhausted and yeah. emotional. It was a very emotional time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that brings me to something else I was wondering about, which was I thought the one of the amazing things was the atmosphere at the the opening, and the sort of the cheers been given to the the heroes of the of the campaign, so people like Una Mullally, David Norris, Colin McGorman, yeah. and then the boos essentially for the uh, less savoury <laughs> members who who did make people's lives so difficult for so long. Yeah, um, and I kind of felt that there was a real sense of catharsis in the room. Probably, probably. You know, I mean, I mean, it has to be said, like people, they can have their opinions and they have their opinions and they want a different Ireland to what 62% of the entire country and 70-something percent of this area and mm-hmm. 70, you know, 80-something percent of other areas. You know, they, they don't want the Ireland that many of us want. And, you know, I've been asked before, like, and what of them? You know, mm-hmm. what of that other third? Mm-hmm. I don't really know what yeah. of that other third. I mean, I I feel, for me, after many, many years of being a lesbian activist, that I found this massive sense of acceptance after the mm-hmm. referendum, and it was just kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. How has your experience being um, an LGBT director changed over the course of your career? Do, do, you, do you feel any difference? Uh, you mean in in the, the business of being a director? Yes. Interesting. I, well, okay. So I'm not direct. I don't direct anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, I really just exec produce. You know, I run a business mm-hmm. more. You know, sure. Not, well, I make TV programs, but part of what I do is now business and and a number of programs. Like I'd run multiples of of programs as an exec as opposed to direct. So what was really interesting was going back to directing. I hadn't directed in years. Mm -hmm. But in terms of that business, I don't know, Sarah. And again, I've been asked that before and I don't know the answer. Because I am lesbian and I've always been an out lesbian, Mm -hmm. I don't know would it be any different Mm -hmm. if I I really don't. I don't know. It's it's like I get asked that about being a woman as well, and you know, because it's a lot. You know, when we when we talk about gender pay gap and all of that sort of thing, mm. those things absolutely exist. But for me, running my own business with, along with Stuart, sure. it's it's slightly different, and I I'm in a bit of a bubble probably mm. in that way. You know. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. You're absolutely right. You, you can only know your own experience. <laughs> yeah. How can you answer yeah. someone else? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see it for other people. I can see you know that sometimes it can be difficult and they can get kind of shoehorned into one area and all of those mm. sorts of things but but for me I, I you know I, I kind of I run a TV production company mm. with Stuart my business partner Stuart and you know it's it's that's my experience sure yeah. sure you know just thinking of the filming that you did uh, the directing that you did over the course of the I suppose the last few years leading up to the campaign and then obviously the 34th you know I'm thinking of things like Marriage and Family Matter and Sinead's Hand was the 34th in any way a culmination or that's yeah <laughs> well you know something okay so Kuon who is the editor has worked on a number of things with me not not all of the things but anytime I kind of go oh god well to be fair all the people I work with are brilliant about this but I kind of say oh guys I need a favor I need to make something for such and such a thing and mm. we need a bit of visibility here they all do it and they they're endlessly doing things like that so 
Well, I so Cohen had hold of all of these things. Some of the things I didn't even know he was going to use some mm. of them. I'd handed things okay. over in a box, <laughs> and and some of them I hadn't handed over in a box. I don't think so maybe one or two things he just had. I'm not sure, but um, so he was using stuff that I made. 20, 20, 20 or 25 years ago wow. or 20 years ago sorry mm. 25 years ago actually so starting from 25 years I had made a number of short films and, and, a, and an RTE documentary called We're Here We're Career We're Irish which was about the the New York the struggle in New York to allow lesbian and gay people march on St. Patrick's oh, wow. Irish lesbian and gay <laughs> people to march on St. Patrick's Day it just sounds crazy wow. and they've only recently been given yeah. permission to do that so anyway he he was kind of picking I didn't realise you know I didn't necessarily select out all mm-hmm. that stuff to use he did mm-hmm. and I was thrilled because I kind of went oh my god there's that gay pride that I shot in 1990 whatever yeah. or there's that documentary I made or there's that whatever so he was using he needed a lot of coverage because as as you know we had such a sh- you know small amount of material really mm-hmm. uh, and you can't just bang together a load of interviews and call it a documentary sure. you know so <clears throat> he needed a, a lot of material so he was digging out of my material which mm-hmm. was fantastic to okay. see so in a way it is a culmination yeah. actually yeah yeah <laughs> But it was nearly a surprise to me. Yeah, that's, that's even nicer. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for this. is This has been really, really lovely. Thank you, and I was delighted that that you all came to see the thirty fourth oh, on yeah, the opening night. That was honestly, I think, just an incredibly, incredibly special night for for like us as a family, and obviously for us as a, a wider community. Um, and, and it was great to see. Yeah, the the name the big the, the big names that were there as well that must have been really important oh uh, yeah I mean well I mean Catherine Zappone is in the film yes and you know she brought Leo Varadkar as her plus one that, yeah. which was just so <laughs> cool and it was obviously an incredibly difficult time and still is a, an incredibly mm, difficult absolutely. time for Catherine given that Anne Louise had died so recently mm. she died just in June while we were making yes. this so I had always anticipated always that Catherine and Anne-Louise would be sitting side by side when I yeah. interviewed them for this. But, and and in fact, you know, when I interviewed Catherine, Anne-Louise hadn't died yet. She was mm. in hospital though and couldn't mm. participate. So, but in my head, they were always going to be sitting side by side. And then even in my head, when I filmed Catherine, I've thought, well, I'll possibly get something from Anne-Louise later as yes, she recovers. But, yeah. you know, really, really sadly... You know, she's a great loss to all of us, mm. uh, particularly to Catherine, obviously, but to everyone. She was an amazing person and activist. Mm-hmm. It must have m- added a lot of nuance to making that film. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was very emotional making the film. I'd sit in the edit suite quite often, and I'm sure Coon and Vanessa were sick of it. Well, no, Vanessa was as bad as I was, but you'd be crying quite a lot, oh, you know. Say, yeah. For a whole range of reasons, but not least of all, you know, because of just the sorrow about Anne Louise, mm-hmm. you know, because um, she died just as we were kind of, you know, reach, you know, getting towards a, a reaching an end. Well, not quite. We were still in the middle, let's say, of making it. But, but you know, you'd you'd be crying as well for all those years of you know feeling other than everyone else mm. are for all those people who are not getting the experience of uh, seeing yeah. marriage for other people who died as well so absolutely anyway. i mean it's um i think there was a lot of tears at the 
at the screening, you know, yeah. for a lot of reasons. And, yeah. and I think, I mean, as much as this is obviously looking two years on, it's so wonderful and it's such a victory. I think that there's still a, there's still a lot of wounds. Yeah, and it's still just, I suppose, you know, I, I for me, I hope that people who are teenagers now won't experience any of this. Mm, yeah. And, and probably they won't. Are yeah. very, well, mm, that's a bit, bit big of a statement to make, but hopefully they will experience a lot less of it. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. So, oh no, I'm nearly okay, going to cry now. <laughs> um, and so um, what is, is next for the 34th? Um, okay, so we're submitting it now to, um, well, it's, it's screening again on the 18th Fantastic. of October at 6.30 in Lighthouse Cinema, screen number two. And then I'm submitting it to various uh, festivals. So mm-hmm. that'll be, I'll, I'll keep you posted yeah. and where it's yes, going to be. Please, please do. Um, okay. Yeah, I re- can't wait to see it again. And I, 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 like everyone go to the Lighthouse on the, on the 18th, on the, is it the 18th? Yeah. Yes, the 18th of October. Be there, please. Um, it is because it is an absolutely fantastic film. I think it's really vital at this time that we, we, we can't forget that how, how, how hard a struggle it was and how amazing these women and men were like they are absolute pioneers and I don't think we can we, we can't sweep it under the rug we can't afford to forget about the important progress that is being made in Ireland at the moment so thank you so much Linda this has been really really wonderful and uh, hopefully I might talk to you again someday great thanks Sarah <laughs> thank thanks. you bye <laughs>